I'm Sonic. And I'm playing games on my new Nintendo Switch of OLED via Bluetooth. Actually, I'm Christian. <laughs> Although, this is Shades of Brown. We just need to talk for a moment because we're not going to have a bit on it. But thank you, Nintendo. All the gamers out there who say Bluetooth is bad for latency, I don't give a shit. I, 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 I know. It's almost like it's almost as if. You could have multiple choices and audio standards with people knowing that if I use a cable, it'll be less latency than a wireless protocol. And that's fine. Turns out choice is, choice is good. Uh, so this is episode 167. Yes. Uh, so I guess we, we should mention what happened because I think some people might already know, but, uh, we have a missing episode. Uh, we did an episode recording two weeks ago, but due to, uh, like, uh, I guess a software issue. I guess it's a software related issue on, on Joseph's end. Like the audio recording for, for his part, his end was like, re- like corrupted, uh, beyond, beyond like, beyond like repair, basically. Like you couldn't fix it in, in, our, uh, in edit or whatever. It was a uh, bad, it was bad. So, um, basically we use audio hijack and I don't blame audio hijack for this because audio hijack has never crashed on me. I think, I think we've mentioned like the, what the, the running joke here is every time Rogue Amiga releases software, I'll just buy it because they're good. It's even if it's not even utility, it's always quality software, right? Like they just do good work, but discord. And, and my theory is, um, and I don't, I didn't, you know, I was, I wasn't upset enough to like start doing, you know, console logs and shit for it. But my theory is Discord licenses Rogue Amiga's audio engine for the screen sharing software, right? So if you use Audio Hijack, it'll actually tap into the AC engine, which is what Audio Hijack uses to capture system audio. Discord uses it for screen sharing and some of their other features, which, you know, hey, don't do it in JavaScript. Great. But of course, because it's Discord, it also caused random clipping to happen. And when I mean clipping, it's like I'd be talking and you would hear like claps and clicks in the background. And it was very distracting. There's no good way to get it out. Because even even um Isotope software, it would reduce it, but it would just make everything sound choppy and like way too processed. It was not it was not good. So um moral of the story. Fuck Discord. And because of that, we have gone back to our 2005 roots. We're now powered by the Speaks codec on Mumble. <laughs> We're using Mumble, yes. Uh, and this week, actually, we are again talking about Apple. Uh, but unlike last week, this is not about uh, the lawsuit, which which we will mention a little bit. But it's like not really the... Like we already talked about it, and I don't feel like talking about it again, even if the episode was not aired. Uh, and also, too, we should say with last week as well, we also did talk about the Google Pixel 5a, which is a good phone. Um, there's a good uh, half hour of good conversation yes. lost uh, to the ethers of time, but good phone. Um, buy Pixel 5a. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of Apple stuff this week. They had their event, um, which like they just went hiking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so let's, let's like, I mean, we should start with that. I guess the, the events, uh, like every, I think every, all, all these like big ones have like a name, right? Like a name that is supposed to like give away like a theme of, theme of the event, right? Uh, this, this year, this September's event was called California Streaming, which is based on the song California Dreaming, I'm guessing. Honestly, wait, really? I, I thought, I thought they were going for Tupac, and this is like a California love style thing. No, I'm pretty sure it, it would have been better if it was Tupac, thing. honestly. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't think Tim Cook uh, has ever listened to Tupac in his life. Uh, but 
And this event was themed like it's it's very weird. It's like a love letter to California. Like the uh, the keynote video like starts with like a, a nice song actually. Like I I liked it. Like it was not like amazing, but like it was it was for our event standards it was pretty good you know like it's 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 pretty good they had like a band like they had somebody playing the violin in the desert and like i guess that's the mojave desert you know uh they had somebody playing uh the piano i'm guessing and there's somebody playing the guitar uh somebody playing like a saxophone i think there was like a, it was a little bit jazz themed uh it was very good well you could say you could say that this event like people from california was mildly insufferable <laughs> It's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's let's go with that. That's 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 probably the right way to put it. Uh, so I think the the first thing the event starts with at, right after this is Tim Cook coming on stage talking about Apple TV Plus. And now we won't talk about Apple TV Plus because there's not really much to talk about, other than the fact that Ted Lasso is, is still good. This even though season two is a little bit questionable. Uh, yeah. So the. Apple TV Plus exists still. Let's let's. It's a product that remains the, in the lineup, as they would say. <laughs> it, it remains a product in the lineup. You can still pay for it, or rather, if you buy the Apple device, you get a year free, so you don't have to pay for it ever. Uh, so, Apple's first hardware announcement this year was the big iPad, right? I think they did the big iPad first. The I'm not I'm not the the. I would call the the iPad iPad the people's iPad, you know, like the iPad that you buy. It's like the three hundred. It's like what the four hundred dollar. No, no, right? it's um, like two ninety nine with education and and three twenty nine. Although I should mention, you can you don't they don't verify anything on the education store, so you can't just go to the education store and buy it without verifying anything. So two ninety nine iPad, the iPad iPad. Yeah, the the base model iPad, as I said, uh, it has the it has what what, what I think A13 the A fourteen SOC, right? Like this is A thirteen Bionic. Uh, iPhone so how 11, old is bro. the A thirteen Bionic? I know it's the iPhone two years old. It's like couple years. Okay, uh, it's not bad. Like that's fine. Like the, that, I think it's partsman iPad, right? I guess people like to call it the partsman iPad. But like the parts are so good, it doesn't feel like they're coming out of a bin. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's still an incredible deal, especially because they upped the base storage to 64 gigs. Uh, and the price remains the same from, from the previous model. Right. So, so it's, it's actually like, you know, an incredible deal. Uh, the display got updated, right? Uh, it has, uh, what does it have? True tone now? It has, uh, what is the, what did they do? The, they added, I think the big deal this year was center stage. Right. They actually updated the webcams to not be potatoes. So there's a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera on the front, which is similar to, um, an older iPhone front selfie camera, but it also supports center stage, right? Which is a feature. Center stage was the big deal this year. Like they mentioned center stage every opportunity they could with the iPad. It's like everybody wants, uh, conference calls with like i think if they mentioned zoom i think they might have mentioned zoom on the show yeah yeah they mentioned zoom and that it works in third-party apps because you know everyone is trying to compete with the facebook portal right <laughs> oh my god i mean it is important like it is an important feature everybody cares about video conferencing nowadays obviously so center stage is a cool feature that i'm, I'm glad is getting like like it's get, i'm glad it's like coming down to like the the base ipad because like it was only on the iPad Pro, right? Like only on the iPad Pro that could do center stage? No, iPad Pro initially, and then it, it's now on the Air and the Mini. But yeah, it started with the iPad Pro. 
Okay, sorry with that, Pat Yeah, but the center stage is actually uh, a, quite a cool feature. I think Federico over at Mac Stories did like a like a demo of it, like where he like sh- shows like he has like example videos of uh, with center stage on and off. Like it's it's very cool. Uh, so center stage, better screen. I'm guessing like uh, uh, it does true tone now, so it will, it will not look like total shit. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to that, right? Like it's just it's just uh, a new SOC and uh and a better display like and the, and the camera i suppose like not nothing else right like i'm not missing it's still lightning by the way uh which is fine like i'm i'm not as i'm not theater bones so i'm not like you know like losing it over over usbc uh i think this ipad is so commonplace that people who are looking to replace will probably have Oh, actually, something important here, all right? This is a big one. This comes with a 20-watt USB-C charger in the box, so you get fast charging with it. I think that is important to note because um, I'm not saying iPads before came with chargers that maybe were a little too small for you know how big the battery is, but the 20-watt charger will properly fast charge this. And and I think... Like I, I think the reason we're struggling is because like it's parts been as you said, but they're still good parts. Like yeah, it's it's good parts. Yeah, it's it's and the people who are buying this are not are not the like this is gonna be uh, huge in the education space, obviously, right? Uh, and this is gonna be the, like the the iPad that people buy for their kids or whatever, right? So it's not like it needs like the latest SoC and like the best screen or whatever. Like it needs to be at that price point. The price point is critical more than anything else. So I think it's fine. Uh, I didn't even. Well, I mean, it'll run Minecraft fine, right? Like it'll it'll run Minecraft. It'll, it'll run a lot of stuff that that people need to run on it. So it'll run what it needs to run. Uh, for the kind of people that buy this, it'll run what what they want it to. So I think it's it's a perfectly fine about it. It's still, I think, a better deal than any Android tablet, or honestly, it's, any Chromebook in the uh, price range. <laughs> and I know Chromebook yeah, stands. I mean, please don't at me. I, I know. I know that bigger. <laughs> You're the OG Chromebook stand. You can't, the people can't at you because you're like the person who had the, what was it called? Like the, the CR48. So someone, someone, a Chromebook stand gets mad, gets mad at us on the timeline. I just sent him a photo of my, uh, or I sent him like an archive.is of the asinine tech CR48 unboxing, right? And review, tell him, get at me, get on my level. But, but seriously though, I, I still think for like sub $400, because I think once you go above $400, like, okay, there are some Windows laptops that you can get cheap ones of NVMe drives and stuff around Amazon that are actually pretty okay, especially if you do a clean install, get rid of all the bloatware, like, not a bad time. But anything under $400, I, on, it's, it's this iPad, right? Like, because it's, I can't think of a Chromebook that would give you a faster experience or a Windows device that would give you a faster experience. Uh, we should mention this is also still using Touch ID. It has, a uh, it has the home button on the, at the bottom, which is fine as well. I, I don't have a problem with that either. Uh, so that is the base model iPad. The other iPad that they updated at this event, or rather announced, uh, is the iPad Mini, which I think everybody was waiting for an update because it hasn't been updated in a long time. Uh, so the iPad Mini has a new physical design. It lo- looks like the new iPad Air and the iPad Pros, like the rounded edge design, right? Like the rounded corners. Uh, it has the new A15. Is that the one A15? It has a, it has a, uh, bend A15. So it hasn't been like confirmed yet because 
the official like you know Anantech hasn't gotten their hands on it but from the Geeksmed scores we've seen so far it looks like it's an A15 with the 5 core GPU that's in the pro phones but with a clocked down CPU okay so yeah I have an A15 uh it has a new uh liquid retina is OLED right? no liquid retina is the LCD iPad Air it's a new it's yeah so it's the um wait it's ugh, these names are terrible so Super liquid retina or super retina. Uh, Pro display. <laughs> fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Pro display. Super uh, liquid retina display. Uh, so this is an oh, like an LCD. Just let's just go with that because it's easier. This is a 500 nit HDR capable LCD display that is HDPI. There you okay. go. Uh, it has uh touch ID on the top button instead of a home button, so it doesn't have a home button. The touch ID sensor is on the power button, which is, uh, which is cool. Uh, that, that's, I think also the, Air, uh, iPad Air, right? Like it has the, okay. So it's the same design. Um, it has a new camera, uh, with, I, I don't know how much people care about the back, the rear facing camera on, on an iPad, but it does have a better one. Uh, stereo speakers, uh, USB-C. Not Thunderbolt though. Not Thunderbolt, and it supports a second generation Apple Pencil. Comically uh, sized, which is actually it's almost a, the length of the iPad itself. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's actually like kind of weird. Uh, no keyboard, official keyboard for this, obviously, because if you had an official keyboard, it would be very tiny. Uh, it doesn't have the smart connector, though. The, the pogo pins on the back for it. It doesn't have a smart connector. There's no pogo pins, so the only way to get a keyboard here is like a Bluetooth keyboard, right? Uh, so, so no, no smart, uh, keyboard folio or whatever. Uh, so I know like the way Apple markets the iPad mini is that they see like people like pilots using it in their planes, which is, you know, fair enough. Uh, like doctors using it, which is also fair enough. But like who else, who else is the market for like if we're among, if you're like a normal person, like what kind of use case like fits the ipad mini is it like a reading device like do people just like read honestly i would buy one as a re- i mean I, I, I my iphone is 6.7 inches right so it's close enough to this i don't need to but if i say had like a smaller iphone or if i didn't like really use my phone that much getting this to read comic books and ebooks on it like even if it's lcd like Maybe, maybe if it was OLED, it'd be better, right, for reading books for iStrain. But still, I think because of how high res it is, this probably seems like a really nice reading device because it fits easily in one hand, right? Yeah, the, the one hand thing is important, right? Like, so, like, I think that's probably the use case. Like, what is the pricing here? It's uh, five hundred for the. So it's starting model. to get up there, right? Like, five hundred is 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 uh, yeah. like it starts obviously at uh, sixty four gigs, uh, and and uh, it has a 256 gig model, uh, no, nothing higher than 256, which is, I think, fine. I don't think the kind of people who are buying an iPad mini require more than 256 gigs of storage. I, I just, I'm just like spitballing. Like, I don't think. Like, if they made a one terabyte model, I feel like five people would buy it, right? Nobody would buy it. Yeah. It's like, like the kind of people are buying the iPad mini, they don't need like that much, that amount of storage. So it's fine. Uh, I really like this rounded edge design. I have one of the older uh, iPad Airs that ha- don't have the rounded edge. Just, uh, like you have the, the home button one that looks like the, the iPad design, iPad, right? right? Like, I, I'm not a, like, I, I think I'll just trade that one in and not get another iPad actually. I just trade it in to replace my uh, uh, Apple Watch. So like, I, I'm not like in the market for an iPad. I don't like really see any 
I think I I couldn't even make up a reason to get an iPad. So that's it's pretty bad. It's like I don't I don't need it. Uh, but no. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm happy this exists because I think honestly for um. I think this is a good device for outside of like the reading purposes, but like, you know, like my kid's first computer, right? You know, like I feel like it's the right size for someone with smaller hands and that like it's a good introductory computer. But um, although I do want to say I am loving the new colors that the new white they have where it's not like silver, it's a little more eggshell kind of color. I am loving the colors on this. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a huge fan of this sort of like light color scheme that they do like where the the purple is like a light purple very light more like a lavender right yeah i i'm not a huge i like i prefer like a darker shade of, of whatever color it is so for example the uh the iphone 12 i have the blue the blue on that like that color i think is perfect like i i, I love that darker shade uh but not too dark right but like it's sort of like a little bit darker than what they have with these models but it's fine i'm not like it's it's an ipad like it's gonna put get put in a case anyway nobody cares um so so it's fine uh ipads are ipads are like weird to me because i don't have a use case for them but i see the sort of like potential for them that i could be using like I sometimes think, like if I could replace, like I could replace my uh, MacBook Air with like a uh, with the iPad Pro. Like I was like thinking about it, and then I was like, I can't do it. I, I like the I like having a nice keyboard. You hang out with me too much if you're thinking that now. <laughs> That's the problem. You're hanging out yeah, exactly. too much. With I cannot, me I, I cannot go thoughts. full Federico. I cannot become. I kind of, yeah, that's, that's, that's your <laughs> uh, fault for sure. Uh, but no, I, I cannot live the iPad lifestyle. So for now, I'm, 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 I'm fine. Let's, let's talk about what is next. We have, uh, we have the Apple Watch. So this year, uh, Series 7 Apple Watch, right? So I think we need to start by talking about the rumors first and how wrong they were. Yes. We gotta, we gotta have to talk about the rumors because the rumors, or like, like <laughs> normally we don't comment on rumors, right? Like normally we don't. We, we don't, don't do comment rumor on rumors, but it's the thing is like it's it, it's it, it's junk food, you know. Like this is junk food. I mean, obviously this is a tech podcast. It's junk food, but it's like um, like I would call us actually all all fast food places are problematic. So I would not relate myself to a corporation. But if we were, we'd be like the place that's partially vegan, but like still fries it, so it's not really that healthy. But you know, we like we we pretend to be a comrade, even though we're probably not. You know what I mean? Whereas like tech rumors are like Chick Fil A that they're prob that they're problematic and slightly homophobic. You know, like that's sort of the split there. But the the rumors were that there's going to be a redesign that's flat, boxy, like the new iPads. Same ethos, same just a redesign of the watch, and that did not happen. Now, um, you not listen to this week's talk show, but so I'll I'll, I'll just sort of give you a summary. Gruber was basically saying that from what he could tell, that's a project. There's no intention if it's going to ship. That's just something they were trying out internally, right? So it's it's like it was an exploration. You know, like you remember there was a couple years back, people were saying there's a MacBook with a lightning port. That existed, right? But it was never going to ship. They were just trying it out. Yeah, just to see like, well, how would it be if you use lightning on a Mac? It's the same thinking here. We're like, yeah, that exists, but it's not really something that was intended to be mass produced. And if it is, it's going to be a couple more years of refinement, right? Before it comes out. Couple more years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so we have, we have the series seven. The most obvious noticeable difference, uh, like if you're just looking at it side by side from like a series six is the bigger screen, right? Like the screen has been 
like the rather the bezels on all sides have been reduced by uh forty percent. So like there's like just like one point seven millimeter of borders uh around the screen, right? Uh so the screen is and has screen the screen gets bigger to fill that area. So it's like twenty percent bigger than the Series Six screen, uh which uh means that the case sizes have also gone up. So the case sizes have been increased to forty one millimeters and forty five millimeters. Uh so just a one millimeter change from the forty millimeter and forty four millimeter of the series five and six. So it's not a like a huge size increase for the case. So you know. But it's a in, in practice it looks like a reduction of the bezels, right? Because what the watch does is it uses the actual edge of the casing as the bezels. If you ever do watch development and you're messing with UI stuff, unlike you know phones or most other computing devices, it'll run to the edges of the display when you're when you're doing a layout. So basically this is just a it'll look like a less bezel for for you using the um the device itself when you're when you're in practice. Yeah. So I I think I mean I think bigger I think bigger display is is a good thing because the display is like pretty small, especially if you have the smaller models. Like it's it's a little cramped and if you're trying to do anything on the watch it's it's not great. You know, the UI is already I mean the UI has been improved since the early days of watch OS. It used to be pretty rough. Uh but but it's still not great. So I think I think they Well bigger display in the same size is better. Because I, I don't like I don't like super big watches. Bigger display in the same size, yes. No no no, no absolutely. Like, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of those either. The other thing that is important here, it's not visually obvious you can see it, but it is it has an uh IP IP six X. It's a hard one to say high P6X, uh, dust resistance certification. Uh, so the, 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 the screen surface is, uh, is dust resistant. So I think what, what they mean by dust resistance is that like, if you, if you like, like, if you're riding a bike out in like, out, outdoors, like, and you fall into some like dust or, or like, or, or some, I guess, sand, uh, like it won't scratch the screen. Like, is that, is that what, is that what that means? No, 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 no. They don't mean durability on the display. They mean ingress, as in no dust can enter the device. So basically, right, there's holes in it for the microphone and the speakers. And, and of course, like the screens are glued on, right? Adhered on. So what they're saying is there are now, and, and I imagine the prior watches are probably pretty dust resistant, but there's probably some ways for it to get in. This and off, you're at a beach, right? No sand can get in. Dust cannot get in if you're out and about, right? If you're woodworking, that's what it means. Yeah, it's ingress protection, not resistance. They did, however, harden the crystal or glass used for the display. So it is a thicker display that is less crack resistant, but those are two separate things. Okay, so that that's oh that's good. Uh, I didn't realize. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess dust can get in through like the the the, the ingress points that are there, but I don't. I, I never. I didn't think that would be like a huge deal to the phone, but you know, it probably is. You know, it's uh, it's dust can dust from getting in there probably affects some components. Uh, uh, it. What else? I think the battery life is the other other thing that they're touting this year is the. No battery life is the same. It's just faster charging. It's it's. Faster charging, which I guess it's not really like I actually, actually, I would, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you for a moment. I know what you're about to say. Fast charging doesn't matter on phones. Me and you are in agreement on this. We've had this conversation before. I think it is important on the watch, but I don't think it matters on the watch either because the watch is, has an even smaller battery. I don't think it takes very long to charge anything. No, the Series 6 takes an hour and a half right now, 90 minutes to charge fully. The older watches take a little bit longer. And I think because of 
how I he's you sleep tracking stuff with it, right? Like what I do with the watch is I charge it in the morning before I go to work. I wake up, take it off, charge it while I'm getting ready, and then put it back on when I go to work. I think that having faster faster charging because you're you're not charging the watch overnight. You're usually sleeping with it on. I think that's why it's more important here. Whereas on a phone, it doesn't matter because yeah, like don't use. I mean, don't sleep with your phone charging next to you. Or don't sleep your phone next to you. But like in general, like you you're usually charging it overnight or for an extended period of time where you're not using it. Whereas the watch is usually always on your body. So the less amount of time you can have, that you know, better helps the data collection aspects of it, or sleep tracking aspects of it. Right. All right. Okay. Um, okay. That's. It's it's not a yeah I mean it's 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 a minor I think the quality of life change for sure I think uh it does the the cable the charger cable had to change to USB C which I'm sure is going to I like right now the cable I have is like a USB A cable uh right it's the USB A cable right like the older watches USB A cable now it's comes to USB C. Well, the last year, the stainless steel and titanium models came with USB-C, so not all of them come with USB-C. Okay, sure. Uh, there are there are new colors, right? There are some new options for the colors. Uh, aluminum models, uh, five options. So blue, green, uh, product red, uh, starlight, and a midnight. So starlight and midnight are the new ones, right? And I like them. I like them. I so is is midnight the black the black one right uh, and the starlight is the blue one right no starlight is the white one it's the eggshell white one like on the um iPad menu I don't like the eggshell white I'm not a fan of the eggshell white it just looks like it's it's like plastic that has gone old or something I'm I'm just not a huge fan of that sort of color uh but I do like the the midnight uh midnight color. Uh, the stainless steel one has silver, graphite, and gold steel. Uh, and the top, like the titanium models, have the uh, nat- the, the, the space black and the natural color, which I, I'm not sure what that is actually. Which what color is that? The, the titanium models, like, is there a white? It's just a white one. Let me see. I can pull up. If you go to the product marketing page, the photos are, I believe, near the bottom of the page for it. Let me see. I'm pulling up here. If we look at it, it's in the Mac stories, though. It's the link. It's one of the first links there. If you go down to the bottom, oh, they do not have. Where do they have photos at? Yeah, they don't have the titanium colors. I only see the. uh... It's somewhere on their page. There should be a. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's there somewhere. It's just... Uh, okay, let's see here. Today in Shades of Brown, we look for colors on Apple's website. <laughs> it's not there, actually. I'm looking at the uh, the main page for the Series 7, and like because they don't have the order page yet, uh, you can't actually see the non-aluminum colors, like the titanium colors, just the, only the aluminum colors are present, as far as I can say. Nope, yep, here we go. Yep, I was able to find it. Okay, it's on... I'm going to send it to you in Telegram. It's on Apple's um, PR page. Oh, did you find it? Scroll down to the bottom. It's a gallery where you can switch between the three colors for stainless steel, aluminum, and um, tan- titanium. Uh, titanium, stainless steel. Uh, no, that's not stainless steel. Where is it? Where actually? Why? Where is it? <laughs> why am I having? I want to say. Oh, I, I, yeah. I only see the aluminum and the stainless steel models. I don't see the. Uh, I don't see the titanium colors. 
It's weird. Why are, why are the titanium colors? I think it's the same as last year, though. It should be the same as last year. So if you go to the Series 6 page, it should be it should be the same. Should is key word here. Let's... <laughs> yeah, let me, let me see. Can I, can I, like, see what the colors are? Like, if I, if I go to the buy page for... Yes, here we go. Okay. Okay. Jesus, so fucking forever. I'm just going to send you the photo. I'm just going to... Here we go. I was able to find them. Um, This is going to be a fun part to cut out. Here you go. And now look at Telegram. There you go. Those are the titanium colors. Okay. I, I, okay, sure. Okay. Uh, Space black and, uh, and uh, like a silver, I guess? Uh, like a... The official name is titanium. Yeah, it's just titanium. It's a titanium and space black. Titanium case? It's just called titanium case? Ah, okay. Uh, I was thinking this year, if well, when I'm upgrading my uh, Series 5, uh, that I will I will go for the titanium model. It is more durable. It uses sapphire for the screen instead of glass. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that was the big, yeah. I'm, I'm like, let, let me go for the titanium model. Even though I do like the blue aluminum color, uh, but I'm I'm gonna go with that like a space black titanium. I think I think that's the that's the goal. I think going with the black or white one is probably better idea yeah, long term anyway. Uh, there are some new bands, right? Uh, there is uh, new Hermes models. I think a new Hermes. Yeah, the Dublator Hermes ones that are super expensive. Um, there's some other band models. I mean, honestly, though, everyone should just buy the Gay Pride solo band because it's very nice. The one that I have, this loop. I think I've sent you photos yeah. of it before, right? The the braided yeah. one. Just buy that yeah. one. That, that's yeah. the nicest one. Yeah. 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 Uh, what is I think, is there anything else to talk about with the Apple Watch? I think yeah. Yeah. Same it. processor. Think... Literally the exact same processor. Same processor. Yeah. It's the same SSC. I mean, it's not like the SOC was bad, right? But yeah, it's it's a not a it's not a major year for the Apple Watch. Like, it's like most of it is quality of life stuff, uh, software related change, like software changes that make the watch like slightly better to use. Oh, I guess, and the also the um, watch screen itself is seventy percent brighter in low power mode. And they added a keyboard, right? They added a keyboard into this still a keyboard from Flick Type, right? Like Flick Type was the and this is like a whole thing, right? Like, I, I, I think we never mentioned this story. Rather, there was the issue with the f- developer of Flick Type, which is like a keyboard, uh, meant, uh, for blind users. Am I right? Like, it was meant for, was that what, blind users? I think. Yeah, it was an accessibility keyboard. You can just flick the type letters. It was an accessibility keyboard for blind users that was on the Apple Watch and also on the iPhone, I believe. Uh, and it got like, they had like a dispute with Apple uh, app review uh, over it. Like well, they, 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 they had to remove the app because Apple was like, this is not allowed uh, anymore for some reason. And then, then it turns out uh, they, they are going to be Sherlocking as the term is. They're going to be Sherlocking the keyboard uh, for the Apple, the, for the new watchOS versions. So, so, so there, there is that. Uh, not, not great. To be honest, I, I like our our third party keyboards really not allowed on the watchOS. Is that a, like an actual thing, or did they just make that up? I mean, all rules are made up when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's made up, but like, did they just make it up now, or like, was it always a thing that you can't have? I know third party keyboards exist on iOS, but like, no, I don't think a lot of them exist. I know there are a few. Uh, I don't know how many people use third party keyboards on iOS. They're not as well supported as they are on Android. 
So uh, I don't imagine a lot of people use third-party uh, keyboards on iOS. Let's talk about the 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 on, I guess the only signif- the actually significant hardware update this year. Uh, the the iPhones, the iPhone. Wait, before we get to the iPhones, we forgot something. Ah, we forgot it. The iPad Mini has five G. Come on, you we forgot to mention it. <laughs> oh my god, fucking hell. Yeah, bro. It's uh, it's 5G. Now we can watch your uh, bad animes uh, on, on on the train. It's it's great. Uh, train? I'm, I'm in America. What are you talking about? <laughs> we do not have trains here. What do you think this is? <laughs> uh, I, oh, I, oh, sorry. I meant I meant self driving car. You know, a Tesla. You're self driving in a pedestrian car, right? <laughs> Jeez, fuck Elon Musk. Anyway, yes, iPhones. Um, <laughs> iPhones. So we have, uh, so we have four new models. Thir- uh, iPhone 13 models. Uh, there's the iPhone 13 Mini, the iPhone 13, the iPhone 13 Pro, and the iPhone 13 Pro Max. So the Mini is getting an, an upgrade, uh, which I think people were a little bit uh, doubtful of because because there was some like speculation slash rumor that the the iphone 12 mini did not sell as well as apple expected or maybe it didn't just sell that, that as much as the other models uh but i think uh it sold enough to warrant uh warrant an update so apple has an update for the mini uh, so the mini size so people who like their smaller phones uh you you get another one Another one. <laughs> Another one. Uh, so what the big, the big sort of spec updates here, uh, the new A15 Bionic is in both the, the 13 and the 13 pros, uh, pros like pro and pro max. Uh, I think on the pro max, the only difference with the A15 Bionic in there is you get an extra GPU core. Like, uh, on the base, on the iPhone 13, it's four cores, and on the Pro and the Pro Max, it is five cores. Uh, so not like a huge deal. I think they do this with the MacBook Air models as well. Like, you have like a GPU core difference, which I'm, I'm not sure really matters to most people. Um, so, so the. I'm, I'm sorry to, to, to interject here, but the thought just came up to me, and it's cursed enough that I need to share it. Imagine benchmarking phones like how Gamers Nexus does, right, with their FPS frame graphs and stuff for GPUs, but it's fucking gotcha games, right? Like, it's just a super serious in-depth video of frame graph times, but it's like, on on this Samsung phone, when you open it up and you go to press the in-app purchase button, it drops 30 frames for 10 milliseconds, but on this Xiaomi phone, it does not. (laughs) Oh my god, the frame time graphs. Bro, to get the frame time graphs so. <laughs> Okay, back to the processor. Oh, <laughs> uh, back to uh, so there is uh, there's the the processor update. Obviously, a fifteen Bionic on this. There is five G. Obviously, still. Uh, I'm imagining the five G on this is going to be better than the radio that they had uh, last year. Yeah, it's um Qualcomm's XR X8, whatever you know. Basically, the newer gen version of Qualcomm's five G radios. Okay, uh, that's probably good because uh, I think uh, millimeter wave five G is like it drains your battery like really fucking fast, which is not surprising considering you're pulling like a gig of data, uh, like like what or rather a uh, one gig a second of of data, which is like ridiculous if you think about it. Uh, well, the nice thing is nowhere has a millimeter wave outside of like a stadia, so it never gets activated anyways. It's all good. <laughs> it doesn't matter, actually. Uh, 
Cam- there has been camera updates, obviously, and, and MagSafe. So let's talk about the, 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 the I guess the 13 and the 13 mini. Uh, it's, it's, what is like the, like, uh, what other, like, dis- did it change the display? Is it, uh, display? So it has basically, if you want to think about the 13 and 13 minis, they are features exclusive to the pro phones last year being brought down. So the higher, um, the higher nit bright- peak brightness display from last year is on this. Also, the two cameras, so not the telephoto, but the wide and ultra wide cameras on a 12 pro with sensor shift are brought down here. Um, and they are thicker and they do have physically bigger batteries which means they get they get two and a half hours of more battery life than last year's yeah that's what apple is claiming by the way there were no reviews yet obviously the reviews probably don't come out until monday uh but apple is claiming a better battery life on these uh and and one thing i should like a small detail that that changed is the the camera sensors are diagonally placed instead of vertically placed uh just just like it's a small i don't think it really matters uh but you know it's a small detail uh are there new colors or the colors the same i don't think i see any is there i think the revised colors like i think they are i mean it's still blue red black it's yeah yeah i still like the blue a lot to be honest i'm I'm a huge huge fan of blue i don't like the pink or whatever that is like is that supposed to be the lightest pink in the world like the champagne right like the gold replacement like when it's bad bro like it's what is that like just make it like a little bit darker like come on like what is that is not pink like might as well buy the white one as for all that is like it's it's kind of kind of weak to be honest that's what like the color is a bit just not great I would, I would. I mean, does it matter what color the phone is if, just, if everyone throws into a case, right? I, I mean, that's look. I, I'm, I'm like the five percent of people who don't put a case on their phone. So, like to me, it matters. I guess uh, that the color is kind of whack. Uh, but turns out you can get, just get the blue one, uh, which is pretty good. On the black, uh, the red one is pretty nice too. To be honest, uh, what else? Uh, so the display. <laughs> This is a Super Retina XDR OLED. So this is the OLED uh, OLED display from the the Pro phones from last, like the the twelve Pros, right? Uh, okay. Uh, A fifteen Bionic is five nanometer process. Yeah, so it's basically it really is like a. Um, if we use Intel parlance, thanks, Steve. It would be a plus 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 year, right? <laughs> it would just be um, it's it's. It's like A14++ basically is what this process is, which isn't a bad thing because it looks like what they really did this year is they increased clock counts from the Geekbench scores we've seen, right? GPUs, um, there's actually a developer talk they have there. Okay, so this is, I think, I think that when you're mentioning the clock counts, I think it's worth mentioning that in the keynote, when they compared the CPU, when they did their usual CPU, uh, like victory lap as they do every year, uh, they were like, yeah, our, our CPUs are still faster than the competition, but they did mention how how much faster they were than the previous uh, A series uh, SOCs in this line, uh, which is like an interesting like detail. I think Apple would mention that if it was significantly better than the previous uh, A series chip. It's a ten percent difference from what the, if you do the math from the Geekbench scores, it's about ten percent. It really looks like is all they it looks like what they really did was focus on the GPU and increase the power efficiency, which to be honest is not a bad way to do it. Like the A14 is fine as is. Is is more important. No, that's I think more important to, to a lot of people. I I think I think a lot of, to a lot of people if you ask them if would you like your phone to have be like the iPhone. 12 
is already very fast. Like you, people don't need it to be faster than it is. What they need it to be is like have, have better battery life. Like people care about battery life a lot more than CPU speed, right? People don't, most people don't look at Geekbench numbers, bro. No, like nobody cares other than the people who read that on tech, right? Well, there is something though that's going to make a marginal impact on how it feels. Maybe it's not raw numbers because they did double the cache. And it was, so it goes from uh, 16 megabytes to 32 megabytes. I, I mean, for benchmarks maybe, but I don't know how much like in real world, like usage, it really matters. Well, that affects app launch and stuff, right? Like anything like where you have to boost up for a moment. Sure. But like not probably not noticeably, probably not noticeably, right? right? Like I don't think it's something you can, like if you're a tech reviewer, if you try to measure it, it's probably even hard to measure, right? Like because how is app, like app launches even like, do apps get like cached in memory? Like, do they have some sort of soft cache on the on the flash storage? Like, what, like how does that even like how do you even measure that? Like in a scientific way, we can determine that if it's actually faster or not. Well, if anything, it'll it'll objectively help with the GPU side, right? Like, the more cache you have there, just objectively is better. And so, I guess what I'm more curious about, like, I would. I would love to see, you know, I mean, obviously this passes the Love Life School Idol Festival All-Stars test. And no, I'm never getting rid of that joke. You can't stop me. But I, I'm just curious about prolonged gaming sessions, right? Like, what are the efficiencies there? Because you, what you find, if I think of a lot of phones, is they have great burst performance and it just takes a nosedive, right? And that's sort of the thermal envelope you have to work in. So I'm curious, last year Qualcomm had this problem too. It wasn't just iPhones had this problem where it throttled a lot after extended gaming. Like these, these devices tend to throttle back a lot, which makes sense. So I'm curious with the processing enhancements, how, how that all works. And there's also another thing I'm really curious about. And I'm hoping an on tech goes as a deep dive on it. They claim they have a new video encode and decode blocks. And if you look at their website, it's double the battery life from video playback, like from 12 hours to 20 ish hours. So I'm very curious, like, did they just do a new efficient HEVC encoder, decoder? Did, is it AV1 they're testing with? Like, like, what is it specifically about these video blocks that make them so much more power efficient? Yeah. What is, what is it? Yeah. What video format? Yeah. That's, that, that is actually like an interesting thing because like a lot of people use their, uh, phones or even the tablets, right? Like even for the tablets, like people, a lot of people use these for, for, for watching video content right like so and like what how what is that like what codecs what is that what is that like uh, we need like there's no details on that obviously people will test that i'm sure Adam tech will probably test that out like that's their thing so i'm I'm curious if it's like hevc i'm probably thinking it's hevc because hevc seems to be what apple likes to focus on like they, they they were one of the first to go with those standards right like back in back when they first uh had support for the H-E-I-F, like photo format, right? What is it? Yeah, and the HEVC video formats. So, like, I, I think it's probably, like, a better HEVC encoder, like a hardware encoder that's our decoder. But, I mean, it would have to be, like, H.264, right? They probably also want to redo, because what's the most popular video right now? Because if YouTube, H.264 and VP9 piece of YouTube. So I'm curious if maybe maybe they actually just finally put a like a, a really good VP9 one, right? Maybe they caved. <laughs> a VP9? Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> like a v- I don't know if Apple has like Apple's ego would allow a VP9 encoder or decoder. Uh I mean, if you're on the processing team, you're probably like, hey, all of our telemetry says people use like VP9 video. Like, 
we 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 need to put an encoder on this that's really power efficient what 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 no what what video format does tiktok use you know like we gotta optimize that you know? like, god imagine imagine if you like tiktok was using wma or some shit <laughs> oh my and nobody's using wma or wmb rather that's that's a format that not even uh nobody uses anymore it's all like mp4s and like uh h264 or h265 is not that popular uh yet but you know we'll get there uh camera updates uh so the notch uh is smaller narrower that does let's, let's not be correct narrower it's narrower it's narrower it's not uh it's like uh it's not vertically smaller it's horizontally smaller right so it's like when Addison is like they talked about this on the verge cast. It's like when you say it's smaller, people think that it is like like vertically smaller, right? Uh, but it isn't. You get a little bit more horizontal space, and I like I don't think it. No, there's nothing. I don't think it matters. To be honest, it's not really a huge change. Uh, it's technically like a new screen size. Then I guess right? Is it? I guess is that new screen size for developers or is it? Nope, nope. It's the exact same. Safe edges are the so that means that they're it's exact even same though it's thing. smaller, yeah, like, developers can't do anything right? more with that screen space because it's still blocked off and used. You know, reserved for it's called the safe area, right? The bottom bar and the top bar are are areas where developers can't write to. Okay, so so it does. So it's it's actually just like a minor. And I as, as someone who has used a, like a phone like an iPhone with with notches for like the iPhone from the iPhone XS to the iPhone uh, twelve. Now, like, I, like, after a while, you just don't notice the notch anymore. I know it exists. It just, like, doesn't register as a problem anymore. So, you know, uh, did, so did they update the front facing camera? Did they improve that or is that still the, it's still the same. Basically, all it did is it moved the speaker piece to the very top rather than the middle. Because look at your phone right now. The, the receiver is actually in the middle of where the, of the face ID sensors. So it's now just sitting at the top, meaning they could squish the cameras closer together. Uh, I see. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about the photographic style stuff, or do you want to talk about the iPhone 13 Pro? Uh, I mean, well, real quick to go through some of the the photo and video changes. There's a cinematic mode, which basically lets you do on the fly refocusing while recording, and you can also do it after the fact because it's a proprietary video format. Um, and as well, you get ProRes video, which is um for a, basically a raw equivalent right i know um red cameras have their own version of it adobe has their own version of it this is apple's for, uh, version of it so stuff that's cool you know cameras are getting better profile stuff you can now make your phone like look like a pixel or look like a samsung phone if you really like with the cameras um outside of that though i think for the the regular iphone 13s i think the thing we should focus on is base storage now starts at 128 gigabytes yes yes uh, this is a big, this is a big one. We have been like, I think for a long time, we've been like 64 gigs is starting to get like a little bit low, right? Like it's just not enough. Uh, and I think Apple has finally been like, okay, we are going to just bump it up to, to 128. Uh, uh, does this change the pricing too much? Is it? Nope. S- same price and starting at 128. And I feel like that's. That's fine for most people. Like I, I maybe maybe in ten years from now, right, we'll be like, oof, you might want to do two fifty six by default. But I think honestly, 
If you buy a phone and plan on keeping it for like five or six years, 128 is fine as long as you don't cash your Spotify library, right? Which uh, uh, I do. But I, I don't use nearly enough of the 256 gigs. Like, it, 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 250, like having a 256 gig phone just gives me a lot of like breathing room, right? Like just a lot of like spare space in general. Uh, but yeah, like 128 is a good base model to have. And I think that's, it's a good decision. Cause you could just tell someone to buy the base model with no, like, like, you know, I could tell someone, Hey, get, yeah, get the cheapest one. You're fine. I, there's nothing in my head where I'm like, Oh, that's a bad deal. Right. Like, like if it's with uh, the laptops, right? Like, you know, it, it, you always be like, Ooh, eight gigabytes of RAM might be a little bit tough, but like, you know, if, if the base model of, of a MacBook was 16 gigabytes of RAM, 256 gigabyte hard drive. Yeah, sure. It's like the same thing in here. Like, yeah, you know, phone of eight, 128. Yeah, sure. Like what's, if you need more, sure, get more, but you know, like you do, you're not, you don't need to upgrade it. That's fine. Right, right, right. Uh, so the cameras are, uh, 12 megapixel rear facing. So, what kind of lenses are these? Are these the. No, this is the exact same as the 12 Pro. Yeah, just a wide and ultra wide from the 12 Pro. Same thing. Oh, okay. Wide and ultra wide. Uh, apparently, the sensor is bigger. Is the sensor bigger? So, is the sensor like the yeah. same sensor? Yeah, it's basically just the same, it's the same right? as the 12 Pro. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see. Okay. So, this is like ship moved it down to. Okay. So, I see what they did. Okay. Cool. Uh, there is the. Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier, right? Where you can make it look like a Samsung phone or a Pixel phone. It's very, it's going to be very interesting that, like, I, I'm curious how it's going, like, how it works and, like, how good it is. Like, like what happened? Like, it's it's just, like, very interesting to me that Apple chose this as their model of, like, hey, you want to look like, uh, look like what the Samsung phones take or you look like the Pixel phones. Like, they, they call it vibrant, right? Like, one of these styles is called just vibrant, which, which I think is supposed to be, like, the Samsung variant, you know, uh, so you can, you can just you can just do that. That's 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 cool. Uh, do you have a preference for like? Do you prefer the iPhone style of photos or like? Do you like the Pixel style or or like the Samsung style? I, I actually don't know. Like, do you? Like, I don't have a. I I I'm not like a huge into like the photography on these on these devices, so I'm not like really to tune in tune with the differences but like i don't know do you prefer the so i don't like the samsung style for the display calibration or for their photos that much i think google's photos is nice it's just it depends on the situation i feel i feel there are some times where a pixel will give you the more pleasing shot and there are some times where an iphone will give you the more pleasing shot and the pixel just overshoots a little bit so i actually think having the option to hop between both is nice because if I just look at a shot, right, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't seem right. You can just swap it to the Pixel, whatever the official name is for it, right? But the Pixel preset and and take it in that way. It, it depends between those two. I think it's just, there's different opinions on a picture, right? Because what's a photo? Absolutely. absolutely. 100%. It's a very... Yeah, what's a photo? <laughs> what is a photo in the world of computational photography? Uh, so let's talk about the, the, the high-end model here, the the iPhone 13 Pro and uh, the Pro Max, uh, obviously same processor, just with an extra GPU. For your core. gotcha, make your gotcha run uh, better. For 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 your for your. Well, it's actually to make your gotcha run at 120 FPS. That's important. Oh yeah, and this uh, so the big deal with this year's uh, Pro Pro phones uh, Pro models is that you get a ProMotion, which uh, which is Apple's marketing name for adaptive refresh rate technology that change. Uh, that's that's iOS. Uh, manage the refresh rate of the screen from, uh, 10, all the 10 hertz all the way to 120 hertz, depending on what's on the screen at any given time. Uh, 
which is incredible because the 120 hertz display, I've seen it on, uh, like I've used it, uh, iPad Pro, which has a 120 hertz display with promotion. And I, let me tell you, it is incredible. Like it's, 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 it doesn't seem like going for 60 hertz or 120 hertz. Like you don't, you think it's like not really a big deal, but then you like compare it like side by side. You're like, holy shit. Uh, it's, it's like the smoothness is, is like the latency, I guess, or the sort of the way you interact with the screen. Like it just feels a lot better. Uh, so that's, that's going to be good. So I'm interested here though, because so this is an LPTO display, the same that the Apple watches uses, but Samsung's display, well, this is, I mean, I don't know if LG makes them. I know for a fact Samsung makes them because it uses also in the S20s, uh, S21 line. But I'm just curious, why 10 hertz? Because the, the, um, what's it called? The, the Apple Watch can go to one hertz. That's how it gets its always on display. So I'm curious, like, why they couldn't get this to go to one hertz, you know, for like an always on display or something. I, that's, uh, that's, that's, I, I, there must be a, I mean, there's probably some design constraint here that we don't know about. Might be yields, I guess, too, right? It might be, yeah. It might be some yield. Like, we, there's no way for us to know, but like, yeah, it's, it's an interesting little, like, it's, it doesn't really matter, but like, 10 hertz versus 1 hertz, like, probably not a huge deal, uh, in like power usage. Probably not. Uh, but, you know, I'm curious, like, what this means, like, for power consumption in general, right? For, for the, for these devices. Uh, so they increase the outdoor screen brightness for the, for the display. It can, like, go, uh, like 25% brighter to, like, 1000 nits. Uh, I, I'm not sure, like, like, how much more is that? Like, is that, like, I, this is one of the things where I'm always, like, it, it's brighter, but, like, I don't really, like, I, thousand nits means nothing to me. It's just... No, no, so iPhones dim themselves in sunlight, especially out in the sun, right? So well, what it does is it, it caps it out at 50% normally, I think. So basically, just put your phone brightness 50% and give 25% of that when you're outside. Like, it's a very easy test of that. You know, I know, obviously, I know it's not a precise test, but... But like that's the same thinking. Pisa will cap out max brightness to prevent overheating. So if they have a more heat efficient display, then that's super, super beneficial for when you're outside. That's okay, okay. That okay. Now when you when you make it see like when you compare it like that, it, it makes more sense to me because just the nits value doesn't really mean anything to me because I have like no way of knowing what thousand nits is or eight hundred nits is, to be honest. Uh Okay, so there are three camera sensors on this, right? Big old camera sensors. Look at them camera sensors. They are big, big. Damn, they thick. Those are, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the like the uh, camera bump is significant. Uh, it is it is quite quite the camera bump. Uh, so we have three lenses. We have a wide camera uh, with uh, a larger sensor, uh, one point nine mic. Uh, I think that's micrometer pixels, uh, uh, f1.5 aperture lens. Uh, the ultra wide is wider apparently this year. Uh, it has a f1.8 aperture apparently and also has a new autofocus, uh, system. Uh, and the ultra wide, this is the big one. This is like they talk about this. This was a big deal, which I thought was really cool was the ultra wide also supports macro photography for the first time. Which is very exciting, right? Like macro photography is for people who don't know is like very close up uh, photography of like small objects, right? Usually small objects. So like if you're trying to photograph like a insect or like a plant 
right? Like very, very like, or, or even like, uh, for example, like a PCB, like a electronics thing, like really close up a Mac, like you, you want to use like a macro lens to get like the, all the details, uh, in the photo, right? Well, and then the thing about macro photography too is because like, just, a lot of people mentioned that Android phones have had this feature, but Android phones use like a really, well, a lot of like the budget phones that have macro lenses use like these shitty two megapixel lenses. And this is using the proper 12 megapixel lens. So it's still a higher quality macro photo than you get on a lot of Android phones. I'm, I'm curious on what kind of photos up you are going to be taking with like the macro mode on this. Uh, there's a, obviously the third lens is the, the telephoto, uh, lens, uh, which has been updated, uh, 77 millimeter lens here. Um, up to three X zoom, uh, over the wide camera, which did 2.5 last with the 12s. So yeah, so it's a 0.5 increase. Uh, okay. So the, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Uh, uh, all the cameras on, on the, on this, on the pro model support night mode, which is like a big deal, right? Like, like kind of a big deal because like only which which on the twelve like which which are the lenses support night mode right now like uh um I can check real quick give me a second let me just go to the um go to the camera app go into the camera if we want to do night mode it's actually like I, I'm like yeah, all the all the lenses supported now so I'm, I'm curious which lenses did not support ultra wide only ultra wide does oh not. Okay, ultra wide can so now all of them can can do night mode so that means that. Since all of the lenses are bigger, right? That means that they can just and just physically take in more light, right? So that means so that means they can do night mode now. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so the other, I guess, this is the big deal. Uh, but is there is a one terabyte model now for the pro phones, uh, which I'm sure is going to sell for people who do like you know people who use the cameras for, uh video uh, shoots like like professional video uh video people right you know who are using like a pro max for for video uh yeah the one terabyte model which is which is kind of ridiculous uh to be honest but i mean some people use their phone as their only computer right so hey if you if like if you have a pro max phone and like you don't use a laptop or whatever or you don't have like a personal computer right because you have like your office computer and you don't really like use a computer in that way when on you just use your phone for most stuff like i could see it you know like if i only had my phone and i really didn't need a person like an actual like desktop why not why why i would probably get the most storage because you never know you know you don't just need all of your um you know pirated anime your songs, your music, um, you know, all the gotcha games. Gotcha games are fucking big, by the way. Do you want to know how big Love Live is? Oh, yeah, it's all those all those uh, hot anime assets, Yeah, yeah, you know, eight they, gigabytes they, for live, Love Live when it's fully installed. Jesus, those those anime girls don't come cheap. Uh, hey, hey, listen, over here, we keep it high poly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yes, uh, what is there anything else? That, uh, what the models support uh, shooting uh, ProRes video, right? Like uh, 4K, uh, 4K 30 ProRes. Oh, the 4K, 4K 30. Uh, but, oh, so it's it's actually the 4K 30 is restricted to like the 256 gig models and up. Uh, if you have the 128 gig model, you can only only shoot ProRes at 1080p and at 30. Which is, uh, I guess, sure, uh, because I mean, I would, if I had to take a guess, I would actually say my my guess is probably because of bandwidth, right? Because if you have lower storage, it's not that 
it's slower per se, but it may not have as much throughput, right? Because of the SS, you know, whatever controller they're using for the lower storage models. So you might run into bottlenecking issues where like it just can't physically write enough of that data to disk for it to smoothly record anything higher than 1080p 30 of how big the file sizes are. Because a raw photo right now, it's smart raw is like 50 megabytes for a, si- a single photo. Carry out the video, right? Where each photo is a frame. That's probably what a couple gigabytes for a couple minutes of video at 4K 30. Yeah, that's a lot of data. Yeah, that's a lot of data to be writing to the storage. Yeah, for sure. That, I think, I think the, I, even for the iPhones this year, like it's, it, it, I mean, there are some updates here, but like, I don't feel like this is even like a huge upgrade. Obviously, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the cameras can do with the pro phones, right? I'm looking forward to the, uh, eventual Austin, uh, what's, what's his name? Austin, Austin man, uh, who always does like, uh, very good, like, like essentially reviews of the phone's uh, cameras, right? The camera systems. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing what camera comparisons look like. Uh, so that's cool. But like, I, I'm not seeing like huge increment. It's all like small improvements of, across the board. It feels like to me. Uh, I mean, 120 hertz. I don't think it's small. Uh, that's that's the, okay. That's the biggest one. Yeah, the 120 hertz is is for the first time on an iPhone. We have a variable refresh rate display, which yes, that is that is uh, that is a big deal. Uh, so how are you feeling about the colors on the program? I'm, I'm more interested in the colors. This I hate stainless steel. I, I wish they would switch to titanium. Yeah, I don't I like the stainless steel right now, right? I, I do not like it. It's too, it's not shiny. It's, it's clammy. It, it's it, too, it feels gross. I just, it's clammy. It looks bad. It's, yeah, it feels gross. I, I'm just not a fan of the stainless steel texture i guess it's the word for it is it, it, it just doesn't i don't i don't i'm not i'm not into it uh it, it and i and honestly i think it looks a little too shiny personal for personally i think you know like especially the gold model bro like i that looks like it will like blind someone if like sun reflected of that uh, of that shiny edge I'm, I'm not well i mean the white one still looks good so that's all i care about you know i'm always you know me i'm always here with the with the white iphone because that's the that's the right color to get white White front, back, black. Wait, no, it's the other way around. Black front, white back. That that sounds problematic. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's the that's the phone model for for me, and they still kept it. You know, it's not starlight. It's still the same color as before. I won't be upgrading because I don't need a new phone. But I got twelve Pro Max. Yeah, right. You have you have a twelve Pro, right? Uh, oh, jeez. Okay. So yeah, I am not upgrading either. To be honest, like I am on the uh, twelve. Uh, so I have, uh, no reason to upgrade. I, it, my 12 is more than enough for, for what I needed to do. So, it, but I mean, like, you get the, the, the high refresh, your, your desktop monitors for 144 Hertz. It doesn't. I, the, I, like, listen, as a person who likes technology, that's extremely cool to me, but like, I cannot justify buying a $2,000 device. Uh, for just for the variable refresh rate for what exactly? <laughs> like it's it's just cool to have as a gimmick, which you know, okay, like if you're gonna do that, that's fine. But for me, I I, I don't buy devices just because they are cool as fuck anymore. You know, I have a I have a I have a joke to make about the 2080 Ti and 1440p 144 hertz monitor in front of you, but I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> listen that at least i can play these play overwatch at 144 hertz listen 
what am I going to do with a 120 hertz display on a phone? Like, what You're just going to scroll shit and feel good about yourself, okay? Oh, my God. Yeah, let me scroll Mastodon at 120 hertz. That's that's my good... Listen, I mean, honestly, you could scroll Mastodon at 360 hertz and it won't make the posts any better. Jesus, we are going off the rails. Uh, let's... There was some... <laughs> The biggest joke, of course, this year is that people, uh, Apple thinks that people like, uh, the MagSafe stuff. Uh, apparently they have a new leather wallet. Uh, sure. It's, uh, it, it supports Find My, uh, the, the, if the wallet like becomes separated from your phone, like there is like, you can find the last known location of, of your wallet. So it's not an active transmitter. It's just like, Paired to your phone, and the phone knows its location. So basically, NFC tag on it. So what it does is, when you're when it gets the text to be disconnected from your phone, your phone immediately takes a snapshot of its location, right, and then puts it for you in the Find My app. Okay, I mean that's sure. Uh, I'm sure that's it's that's fine. Uh, I'm still don't think the MagSafe stuff is. Uh, I know people have all the criticism of the magnets being too weak. I think uh, Joanna Stern asked. Apple, if the magnets were stronger, and the just didn't say anything, uh, which is very funny to me. Uh, I, I'm sure an Apple PR person was just like, "What the fuck is this lady talking about?" Uh, so yeah, uh, that's the event this year. Like it's as I'm saying, the most interesting thing to me are the colors, uh, which is uh, which is not. I guess I'm, I just like pretty colors more than like these devices now. I guess uh, which is weird. Uh, but you know, they're, they're fine. Uh, well, so what are we like the situation with the supply chain? I think that's probably worth mentioning, right? Like, uh, the, the Apple watch is all was only mentioned as being available later this fall with no date for pre-order, uh, availability yet. So I'm presuming near the end of October is where we're going to be able to order this. Probably, probably. I'm, I'm pretty like you pre-order it in mid-October and ships in late October. You're right, because no one in the event was wearing it. If you noticed, oh, I haven't. No, I didn't notice that. But okay, that's. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you, if you could even like the differences between the watches are so small. I don't the know. colors. That's how you tell. I mean, yeah, the, none of they were all the Series Six colors. It's the easiest way to tell. Yeah, okay, I see. Okay, that's. I, well, I wasn't paying attention to that, but that's okay. Yeah, so I, nobody has them yet, I guess. Uh, so we're not going to be seeing them for a while, which is, you know, I'm not too bothered by it. I'm, look, I'm looking to upgrade, but I'm like not like, it's not like a big deal that it's a little bit late. Uh, the iPhones are available for pre-order uh, as of, like, as of this recording. It was made available on Friday, right? Like on Friday, the uh, 17th, I think was the pre-order date, right? Was that? Okay, so, and I think I saw the pre-orders have, uh, pre-order ship dates have slipped to October for certain models, right? Certain models of, uh, I think, especially the higher end models, like the 512 gigabyte, uh, Pro Max or the one terabyte models have like slipped to like, uh, October. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that affected by the chip shortage because if anyone has enough money to buy out capacity from TSMC, Right. Yeah, it's probably Apple. Yes, uh, I think Apple's is maxing out. Apple, Apple is buying all, like a lot of TSMC capacity for sure. Uh, so, is there anything else we want to mention before we wrap it up? I think I think we're at a good point to wrap it up. But yeah, just real quick, um, please stop using thermal cameras to measure the heat exhaust of devices. 
Um, we did not. I, I am now talking again about the PS5 for two weeks in a row because Gamers Nexus did had an Avengers like collab with Digital Foundry. It was beautiful. Uh, basically, the TLDR of this is you cannot measure thermal efficiency by the size of a heat sink, nor can you measure thermal efficiency by the surface temperature of a product. The only way to measure thermals of a computer is to get the actual heat output of the chip itself. Of course, there's uh, perceptual stuff, right? Like if your phone feels hot, even though the chip is running cool, that might be a problem because if the metal's burning you, fair enough. But this is a game console where you're not keeping your hand in front of the exhaust, or you shouldn't be. And so if the exhaust of your PS5 is five degrees warmer than the exhaust of your different PS5, that is not an indicator of a problem. It may be, but there is no way to tell from that. So please do not point thermal cameras at computers to figure out if they're running hot or not. All a thermal camera will tell you is the temperature of the surface. Yeah. And there are other considerations like reflective heat uh, and all. It's, it's a whole like thing. So go watch the, uh, there are two videos. Uh, there is a video on the Gamers Nexus channel, which goes into in depth about how Gamers Nexus did measurements using thermocouples on the PS5's, uh, SOC and, and board and the, like the memory, memory modules and stuff like that. Uh, it, it goes into a lot of detail and the digital foundry video goes into detail on performance. If performance is affected between the two PS5s, uh, uh, and and to nobody's surprise, I think it was not affected because is this like when uh you remember when the Xbox was was in its pre-release phase and someone's like this console's gonna have thermal problems because I pulled out the SSD while it was while it was on and it almost burned my hand when I touched the metal and it's like dude that's firstly SSDs prefer to run with a little toaster right you don't need to keep it like a hundred percent cool it's the controller that needs to be cool but it's oh my. Like, I mean, I, so if you are a gamer, firstly, I'm sorry, but if you're a gamer and you quite don't understand thermals, that's fine. It's when gaming press doesn't understand thermals and like makes a deal out of nothing without, you know, that's where my problem is. Cause it's like, educate yourself and shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. I, I really think like, I think people, non, people, non, people don't understand like how these, like the, the thermal models work on these devices or don't really understand that like the physics of like how heat sinks work or, or what, like whatnot, which is fine. Those are, these things are not simple. They, they are like an entire field by themselves. So I'm not like trashing on anybody who does understand. I'm just like, even Ars Technica had an article about the, the thermal camera thing. And I was just like, y'all shouldn't be covering this at all. Like this shouldn't be on, on this shouldn't be an article about this. You, y'all giving this press that it doesn't need to have like, this is just like uh, nonsense, to be honest. Like you, you, the only press it should be getting is like the Gamers Nexus videos or the uh, the Digital Foundry videos, which are actually like trying to get like you know as close to empirical data that you can get from these devices that are closed, like black boxes, and you don't have like sensor data from them, right? Uh, it's not like you can you can run like uh, like CPU Z or on these on these machines and get the on die sensor temperatures like that way, so it's 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 difficult. It's a hard it's a hard task. It's hard to measure those inaccuracies uh, that Steve talks about for sure. So it's not an exact science there either. But it's it's better than using a thermal camera. And and console manufacturers overshoot as well. So did you know the base Xbox One, the big VCR, yes. was 
underclocked yeah, yeah. It's, when it came camera, out. The, the, and they the, and Microsoft the ended up overclocking huge. the CPU and GPU by 7% a couple months after launch because they realized how much headroom they had when people were actually using it based off of telemetry data, right? They're like, oh shit, we maybe shot a little too high. Let's overclock to give some more performance because it's fine. It'll still meet our thermal envelope. Yeah. Uh, so thermal uh, the thermodynamics on these devices are complex uh, and they are not trivial things and it's it, it, uh, sometimes you cannot sometimes you cannot like do the like just because this is hot this means that's it's bad it, it's not as simple uh, as that right and also these sony and microsoft are working with pre-production cpus from amd right these are not like the final production ones these are done in test runs tsmc like does like a little test run for them right or something or maybe they're even fabbed in-house and like a little test fab amd has these are not like the full production run so you some you have you go off of like imperfect data which is why you always overshoot because you don't you don't want to you don't want a ps3 or 360 situation right no one wants that so they will always overshoot and then reduce to improve on you know cost of, of manufacturing it yeah console manufacturers have learned uh their lesson uh from the whole red ring of that scenario from from the xbox 360 days with the yellow light the and, the, and the ps3 like, sounded like PS- a jet engine yeah it just it's just people like they they're just making these devices a lot safer they're a lot better like they're made with headroom in mind with especially thermally so it's nothing to worry i'm just the overall theme of this whole rant i guess is that if you have a ps5 don't worry about it it's probably just only thing you need to do is if you have a ps5 clean your fucking console (laughs) uh yes you put it in a place that's well that like it has airflow like don't put it in a don't be a savage like Rich Brown. Closet. Like, <laughs> don't, don't be a savage as Sandwich said. Uh, also, uh, every once in a while, you don't need to do it like that often, but clean the, like, uh, use, uh, like, uh, like uh, the, one of those air compressor things, uh, and, uh, just, just clean the vents, uh, and, and you're good. Don't worry about it. Uh, that they are, they're engineered that to be pretty good at it. So that's, let's wrap that up. Uh, that was our <laughs> roundabout. Thermal cameras? Okay, sure. Uh, we'll add that to the bingo card, I guess. Like, this seems to be like a recurring topic about, about thermal cameras. Um, as always, uh, show notes on twoshadesofbrown.com. You can send us feedback, uh, and questions and, uh, let us know about, about uh, how you're using thermal cameras to do stupid shit. Uh, at contact at twoshadesofbrown.com. It's an email address. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at packetkit at tenforward.social and my website, salixsafe.com. Uh, and just uh, where do people send you pictures from the thermal cameras? So, Tales of Arise. Um, Tales of Arise is a new game in the Tales series. I actually put the demo to download. Um, I'm, I'm excited to try it out. I'm not committed to buying it yet because it seems a little, you know, I want to get a little handle for the gameplay. But, um, you know, my, here's my call to action for anyone listening. If you have any JRPG recommendations, you know, please send them, send them my way because I'm sick of playing Lost Planet again, even though it is a great game. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, also, there's a there's a really bad anime called Girlfriend Girlfriend, which this guy dates three girls at once. Don't watch it. I made a mistake of watching five episodes of it. Bad time. But you could find me online at ChoseFind website, on Twitter at ChoseFind, and on Mastodon at ChoseFind uh, Chitter.xyz. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
And if you want a good anime to watch, the second season of Bisco Bayashi's Dragon Maid is, is pretty good, actually. So, If you take out the problematic episode where Kobayashi doesn't put on a dress because it's too ethnic and it's totally like an Egyptian-inspired dress, if we if we ignore the casual uh, racism, yeah, are, if you know, so, it's yeah, anime, just ignore gotta, the casual racism and also the, anime. and also like the sexualization of underage is, people, yeah, just ignore that and it's a good anime. It's it's it's, it's the bar is so low for anime, so it's it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, although I'm happy Kyoto uh, Kyoani is getting work again, though, absolutely. Like jokes aside, like that's well, not jokes because those are bad, but um, Kyoani getting back in action is is something I am happy to see. Yes, uh, and with that. Goodbye. Bye.